You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, we're up to around 22 teams, four weeks to go, but we've got a big show tonight, we've got myself, Andy, Corbs and Jakey in the house, let's bring him in. Hello Andy, you're still leading Corbs versus Andy, you're in a very good mood still mate. <laughs> limping, definitely limping through, especially with the, the outs this week, but uh, look, he got a big win, especially with Munster as captain, um, definitely hurt seeing him get those three tries. Definitely hurt. And then bringing in Murray and not captioning him instead. Yeah, look, it's going to take some, some big calls for me to sort of stay ahead of him, but I'm still looking a little bit confident. I'm, I've still got a bit of like bit of hope in my team. I think we've got, we've got a segment here, the our team's rev-ups. You just wait. There's going to be a couple of players going to get a massive rev-up. <laughs> this, this rev-up well, we've got nothing else to talk about tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, bringing in Mr. Snake Corby. Now, Corbs, your fans have been calling in. Aunt hey. He brought in a narrative this week. Snakes takes will finally get up a multi. <laughs> How are you, Snakey? I'm good. Yeah, that's fair call. I'll take that one. I, I, we were just talking before we come on. If I only went on my narrative of the Munster three tries, went for the hat trick, <clears throat> that would have uh, that would have definitely gone well with the punters, but not to be. And last but not least, he is wrapping up his honeymoon, but finally we get to meet him in person. Great to see him, and congratulations on the wedding, and I hope you're still married, Jakey. Yeah, mate, still married. Good to be here. Um, my prep for the tonight's been about well, two weeks of eating, drinking, and snow skiing, so <laughs> I, I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad you boys are going to carry me, because I've got nothing for you, so I'm looking for some advice for you guys tonight. Look, it, it. It's good, because he, he's come down all the way from Rocky just to see, just to do a, a podcast. That's, that's dedication right there. Yeah. That's dedication. <laughs> we do Stuff that. the honeymoon. It's all about us. <laughs> Unfortunately, Paddy's not with us tonight, so he got COVID on return from Vegas last week, and then hopefully a shout out to him because then he's given it to his pregnant wife and then his little daughter as well so hope the family's all doing well I know producer Pat's he pretty much produced this whole show tonight still <laughs> that's how much he was just he wanted to join in tonight. just dedication all around from the boys well done huge but boys let's rip into some TLT news we'll do some burning questions not many got plenty of your questions and answers a few narratives talk some captains and do some other stuff as well actually I can't wait for the when we just call people out. I was going to say, for the trade section, what's that? It's going to be they? huge. <laughs> all right, TLT News, brought to you by Rugby League Merch. Get your, rugby, your Talking League stubby holders. All the tees replicated as well, but you can get them individually or as a four-pack, so perfect watching the footy with the crew or some of the end-of-season awards coming up. So all the details will be in the episode notes, so just head over to rugbyleaguemerch.com. Use code TALKINGLEAGUE for 10% off the Talking League range. All right, TLT News, boys and girls. Panthers versus Storm Thursday. Fisher-Harris out, replaced by Eisenhuth. Kicker on extended bench. Big news today that Talon may. Make sure you just keep an eye on this. He's in severe doubt after showing up in a sling to training today. Now, Cooper Johns moves to halfback for the Storm. Oglin's back from COVID. A big one for Andy Meany's back at fullback. And then money to six. (laughs) Warriors at Bulldogs. This should be a classic 6pm game on a Friday. 
Now, Arzi's the new 5'8". Egan to hooker, current to lock. <coughs> Excuse me. Aiken to edge. Vili Army Veyella might save people's fantasies teams <laughs> this week because he's been in the emergency of the dead set 10 weeks. TPJ have that dog TPJ out. Sorry, dogs have TPJ out. RFM will again start at lock. Harrison Edwards back to the bench. Bunnies have Hamley Sele back starting for Daniel Saluka for Fida. Roosters, Cows, quarterback for the Cows at prop. Jordan McLean to the bench. Sammy Verrill's name for the Chooks, despite the HIA. Tigers and Sharkies. Big news for the Tigers with James Roberts back into the centres. Buy him. Tohu and then Toa back to the wing. Fanua Poe back to the bench. Sharkies have Fanukan back. McInnes bench. Miller's named on the wing ahead of Ikuvalu. I have been told by some close sources that Sifa is in extreme doubt. And number 18, Carl Iroh will debut if he is out. Broncos versus Knights at the Broncos. A big one. Tamari Martin's back at fullback for Tessie New. Branko Lee in the centres for Dean Mariner. Knights recalling Adam Clune for Clifford at halfback. Clemmer back in. Barnett, unfortunately, he's been reportedly out with a thumb injury. He's going to have surgery. He's replaced by Matt Croker. Two games to go. Raiders, Tarpany out, which is huge with a rib injury. Gula starts and Horsborough joins the bench. Xavier Samage back at fullback. Hopper to the wing for the suspended Kotrick. Dragons have Maguire in for Sims. Michael Moller replaces his brother in the front row. Cody Ramsey, keep an eye on that. He's on the extended bench. Final game, Titans. Aaron Clark back to nine innings. Fantasy relevance. Toby Sexton still on the extended bench. Manly have named Forum to cite some Hemi issues. And Shushi is on standby at number 18. Big TLT boys. Plenty yeah, there crazy. still for round 22. <coughs> Glad we got all these trades to deal with that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, what we'll do tonight, we're just going to keep everything, like, hypothetical. We're just going to assume that you've got trades because I don't think I've got a trade for a couple of weeks. I suppose, now. look, if you're listening to us, it's either for advice or for a laugh. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Because you've either got no trades, you're just in for a bit of a good time, or you've got trades, you're looking for advice. So, we'll try We'll try to go both avenues. Actually, we're going to say the panels first. Corby versus Andy. Now, Corby scored... a. Th- 1,049. So 18,136 uh, 18, is his score. Total rank. And then rank of 1,196. Andy scored 1,018. And he had 18,207, which puts him a little bit ahead. Total rank of 881. Now, Cobbs, you're pretty much one of two people with trades in this room. <laughs> Why don't you just entertain us a little bit with what you're doing this week? You threw a lot of numbers out there, but the big one is he's 72 points clear. So I roped in about 50 points over the weekend, uh, which is more than I accounted for. So I'm feeling even more confident that I'll get him and probably put on a bit of a lead before the end of the season now. I'm just looking at his team. And Andy Fullwell knows that his team's rubbish. He's going to have to play Famuel Brown against the Sharks. He's getting no attacking stats there. Mumbai, I don't know how he got 29 last week. That's a career high, I think, for him. He won't be seeing the 20s. So he's going to have two blokes, which I just need to, like, I can account for two blokes sort of shitting the bed. But, I, yeah, I'm confident. I've got two trades. So at the moment, I'm thinking of either just Barnett would be the one to go because there's talk he won't come back to round 25. And if he's sort of touch and go for round 25. He might not even come back then. So I'm going to punt him for maybe Dill Brown or I could go the double and go Cam Muzz and Dykes. Just send a, lot of peop- a lot of people are scared of Dykes, but I just think with their run, I, I, I sort of mentioned him in a couple of the questions that are coming up. 
I think with their run and his stats in New South Wales Cup, he has to produce. Mm. It was only a couple of tackle breaks away from... And then Ronnie caught a costly try last week as well. He well, could, he also makes an appearance in my narrative of the week too. <laughs> Corbs, <laughs> I think you should send it. Boys, I've got no trades left. I'm hanging on. I've got a, finally, I cracked a 1,000. I can't believe that's your first time. I know. 1,077. Still got a rank of 233, which is quite healthy, but it'll be interesting. Like, I finished 272 last year, so still my goal is to finish above that, but who knows with four weeks to go. I'm clinging on Moses coming back next week. Oh, he has to be. I'm paying his. I'm paying, like, for the physio, right? I'm massaging his car (laughs) (laughs) on weekends. Now, Jakey, I think you're the second member here with Trey's left, (laughs) with your apparent team that you've taken over from your missus. Which team is better, yours or your missus? Uh, by far my missus. She's, she's had a really good week. She scored about 1160, 1170, so she absolutely killed it for the week. And she's still got three trades left and no injuries. So, so, you, so she's you, relevant. Do you just oh, want you. to call her and put her on in the pod? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm actually the wrong person, yeah. <laughs> yeah Jakey, the wrong Jakey does, does she actually have an interest in it or are you just doing the old uh, two teams? No comment. Uh, <laughs> she's really into, she loves her uh, loves her women's NRL though, so she's she's really getting into that. She's into that more than me at the moment, so she's onto the NRL mix. That I'm sure we're going to talk about later. But yeah, my team's still shocking. Like since I left you boys what two weeks ago, I'm still in the three three, three thousands, but I got one trade left. So Barnett and May are two red dots, and I'm going to have to trade at least one of them. So I've got no winger fullback cover. So yeah, rough days for me. Going to use my last one this week. Nice. Now Andy. What are we doing? <laughs> well, look, you hear about Corbs rubbishing my team. You've got to, you've got to remember, around nine, I was ranked 13,789. I've come from come from leaps and bounds. Right. Like, <laughs> I honestly don't know how you're there. <laughs> I'm impressed, but I'm also annoyed. I'm still, I'm still, above, I still somehow overtook you. I'm just going to say that's an accolade in itself. It's, uh, it's called his can, fault, but if he's I the one that revved you up. Yeah, uh, I didn't, it wasn't him revving up. It was more up, I need to rev up for the boys, you know? Like, it wasn't Corby. So don't take anything that this was all you. <laughs> it wasn't your coaching. <laughs> all right, so Andy, you're at 881 rank. Hey, is it a top 1,000 finish you're going to be trying well, that's, for? But that's my plan. Uh, it, the, the thing for me is... your plan. Is, <laughs> well, the thing for me is just trying to stay trying to stay in the 17. Like, I'm not going to do anything about it. Just hope that... Like, are we, when are we doing the rev up? Because, geez, a couple of boys need a rev up. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up next. We're just going to go through team goals. Now, Corbs, you are sitting at 1196. Realistically, you had a really good finish last year, like a low 400s. What are you, what are you kind of planning this year? Oh, I suppose you've got to aim big, maybe. Oh, top 1,000, I think, is achievable. Um, but, geez, I'd need a lot of luck to go my way to scrape into a, like a. 500 rank. There's a, it's a big gap there. So yeah, I think just top thousand, top thousand. Jakey, where are you ranked right now? Yeah, three thousand four hundred. I, I don't think one thousand, top one thousand is achievable for me at the moment. But hopefully, top two thousand, maybe if, um, if get lucky with injuries. But I, yeah, I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to be around the three thousand mark. I don't think I'm going to go up or down. And then what? The Mrs. Team top ten. <laughs> oh, I, I, she's she jumped from two thousand two hundred down to fourteen hundred. I think. Like, He's week. riding it high. She's so, divorced her already. Yeah. It, might, it might be Jake's Mrs. versus Corby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or three trades left. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping there's injuries galore. So <laughs> I'd say for me the thousand as well. I think that's pretty realistic. If I can 
with the <laughs> stop having injuries and field of 17. I like it. All right, boys. Oh, that is true with that kid. I know that kid very well. He's, he was a weak gutted dog as a kid, and he hasn't changed now. He's a dog person now. All right. We have to start calling some players out because there's some weak gutted dogs in our team. And I'm over it. Like these pods I've picked over the last few weeks. Jesse Ramey, I'm calling you out right now with your last Ooh. three of 28, 31, and 25. That's weak gutted, mate. You've. Step yourself up. You're playing four of the worst teams in the NRL coming up. If you don't score 60-plus each week, I would love to punt you, but I just can't. I'll, I'll drop you for Moses Zembai if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra Mam, last three of 31, 26, and 32. The moment Mitchell Moses is back, you'll punt it if you don't score 50 this week. So I'm putting on the line, just like Kurt Mann earlier in round two, when I was going to punt him for not being good. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> Ezra Mann, Jesse Ramian. Lift your game. Andy. Um, nice. Look, for one for me, Mitch Barnett. Mate, how many rounds are there left? You, you, your team's four. looked after you this long. You play for nights at war. Oh, my thumb hurts. I'm going to get surgery. You rev, mate, harden up. Play for my team. <laughs> you, you know I'm versing Corby. I need all the bloody players I can get. You played 66 minutes, 46 points. Mate, do that again. Just tape your thumb up, mate. This ain't, I know it's 2022. Everyone's got off injured. Just tape it up. Play on. Play ball. Next one. Moses bloody Umboy. Come on, what mate. What do you mean he's shooting the stars out? He's scoring like... <laughs> he's playing good. What are you talking about? I, he's I 26. do not want to play him, but come on, mate. 29. What are you doing? And that's a 24 last week. I know we, we predicted it. He was going to be terrible, but again, I'm versing Corby. I need this. I need this, guys. But everyone else, Meany, <laughs> you've done well to come back. But yeah, those two just... Mate. The thing with Empire, that 24 came in one run as well. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that his run out into yeah. the ground? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he caught the ball off the full and ran it. Now, Corbs, who have you got? Who are you calling out, mate? Oh, Talakai. <laughs> I, I bought this gypsy after he had his big score and he's done nothing since. And then I had him for this run home and you break the news that he's going to be out maybe, potentially, for the dream run. This is when I was like, yep, I'll hold him because they've got such a good run home. And he got through a lot of work last week, but, yeah, I just want those powerful runs uh, where he just ticks up all the points. Uh, next in line, David Fafita. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the new, he's the new Alan Tung. Can run a decoy. I don't know if it's in their game plan or they just hate him. The amount of times that Booth... Or I think who went into dummy half after it was what uh, um, Clark. Aaron Clark or was Tanner it Clark? Boyd? I thought it was someone else. But the amount of times they dummy to one side when he just <laughs> runs that hotline and then they just go the other way, and he just it's like he just stops after about twenty minutes and just stays in the line. So yeah, for feeder, I don't know what you need to do. Do something. Take him out for dinner so they actually pass you the ball. And then probably DC just needs a little rev up too. Not too harsh. Not as harsh as the first two, but. <laughs> He needs to, since I've bought him in, getting sub-50s, that's not what I bought you in for. I like it. Now, Jakey, break your good guy image, mate. Who you... Oh, mate. Taylor May. I, I know he's a popular player. Most people still have him, but... what Five-round average of 36. What, I have him on a winger fullback. And that's about 15 points off, like, a keeper in the winger fullback. So... But now he can't. Now TK obviously told me this afternoon a bit of bad news with that shoulder injury, so uh, he's going to be out for a little bit as well. So I'm going to have to trade him as to another winger fullback, and he's he's only about 500k now. So he's only made what 200k for the season. I think it was up around the 300k mark a few weeks ago. So yeah, he's no good. 
I've got no money to trade him out for, so he's going to have to go to someone, but <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to have to find someone around that 500k mark. Um, also, shout out to Tyron Wishart, too, who's just been absolutely stinking up my bench since Magic <laughs> Round. So I thought he looked great when he filled in. Um, I can't remember who he was against, but he filled in at uh, fullback for a few minutes um, and scored really well and looked really good. And then bought him next week. Nathan Cleary at Magic Round, <laughs> hissing down rain, just putting up these absolute floaters of bombs, and he, he looked awful. So he's, he's been my 21st man for since then. So he's been absolutely awful this season, but no trades to trade him out. He's been his Zach Sini. That's what he's been. Mm, exactly. <laughs> All right. That was the Rev Up the Dogs brought to you by Sticky Stewart. Rev Up the Dogs. All right. Next up, we've got hypotheticals of people with actually trades remaining. <laughs> We'll talk about Joseph Tarpany and Mitchell Barnett. Now, Joseph Tarpany, 832K. He's a 5% owner within the top 1,000. Let's talk replacements for him because I think, and our physio said on his podcast on Monday, even if he does come back next week, he's going to be heavily restricted with that injury that he's got. But, Corbs, who would be your number one replacement to get in? No, oh, Murray, if he could. There's, what is there, 50K difference? Um, yeah, no, well, now it's... Yeah, sorry, 50k. Yeah. 53. Uh, he... You want to go again? <laughs> He's been drinking a little bit, mate. 50 yeah, anyway, 51. <laughs> Quick maths. Uh, Murray would be the, the option, um, but then you've got a, like a couple of good ones underneath him, like Papali'i. Uh, I had a question uh, about Yo, who's that safe player, but... Hass is only a K cheaper than him, and you know that he's got a little bit of upside. And we've we've talked about all year the Broncos being having that sort of safety net because they're doing well, but their last two games haven't been great. Kevy wasn't happy with it. They haven't got Carrigan. I think Hass might see a few increased minutes because they need him. Yeah, we before we went on air, we were just talking about Penrith winning on the weekend. I think it's going to really come back to bite a lot of Penrith players holders. Because I think Isaiah Yo now they win one more game. I can see Penrith just what we talked about before, totally resting all the players against Penrith. Jakey, yeah, that, I got Yo. He's been one of my best players all season. He's one I picked up really early and I've benefited from. So I, I don't think I'd be picking up though. Yeah, as you said, that round twenty five is probably when he's gonna have a rest. So I, I really like offering Gao. If you don't have him already, offering Gao at the moment. Um, now that Hastings is injured, not playing lock, and he's playing huge minutes. Last three times he started at lock, he's played over 70 minutes. So just having a look here now, um, when he's played over 60 minutes this season at lock, he's averaging 50, pretty much 58. So he's a weapon, isn't he? He's an absolute gun at the moment. He's such a good... Well, he's improved so much this season compared to the last few seasons. So I think he's one I'd be looking at if you if you don't have the Murray, uh, money for Murray. Yeah, Manny, any others? I've got a different one. I'm going to back my power boy. I think Isaiah Papali is in for a... Good end of season. There's a couple of tough games. I think he has Have to. Have you got him a draft? Yeah. Uh, I was gonna I, say, I, can I, you... <laughs> sorry, I forgot to say. Warning, warning. Andy has him in draft. And he's his captain now because <laughs> he's clear he's out. No, but to be fair, look at his last six games, uh, like five games 67, 55, 70, 77, 53. He's done it before. Hey. He's done it in the past. If you can't afford Murray, surely it's it's like a round robin. You can pick Offen Gowie, you can pick Hash, you can pick Papaliti, but who's a. Who He's has, a safer choice. Who was the best second row last year? T- TK, are you scared? Because you play Andy and Draft in the <laughs> knockout this week, don't you? I haven't even looked. We haven't even changed our team. That's how scared we are. <laughs> we might even. Yeah, actually, we'll, you know what we're going to do to you today? We'll, you know how you've dropped Cleary to the free agency? We're going to pick him up to spite you. <laughs> Good. Pick, play him. Play him. Put in your team. <laughs> well, actually, for the amount of 
rubbish that I copped all year, which was probably warranted for having such a bad draft team. I finished the year seventh ahead of Andy in eighth, so I'd just like the uh, listeners to l- to know that one. Seeing that we're struggling with content tonight, we could just read your two teams out from draft. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's changed a bit. You'll have to get onto it quick because I make about five changes every ten minutes. Uh, I think you're Brett Kamal. You've changed your team so many times. Yeah, well, it's, I'm onto a winning sort of formula, so I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> a sneaky different option before we go on. If if you've got plenty of mid cover, you oh, can I've go- got one. Oh, okay. Sorry. Are you going to say Ruben Cotter? No, I was going to say, if you've got plenty of mid-cover, you can go a half. You can pick up Munster. You know, with no Hughes, Munster yeah. could go big. So if you've got plenty of mid-cover, don't be afraid to use the money else. The reverse. Yep. I was going to say Ruben Cotter. He's starting again this week. I think he'll go back to 60 minutes. He's got a nice little tidy 48 and 53 minutes last week. Mm. So he's got that dual mid-hooker, which is also handy, especially with maybe potentially restings coming up or anything like that. So a nice little handy one in the back pocket, I think. Two games back from injury as well. That's always great for hamstrings. Usually it's that two-game mark where they know that they're, they're pretty much back to full fitness. So that's a good sign as well. Boys, let's talk Mitch Barnett. 609K. He's an owner of 17% in the top 1,000. A little bit different here. Jakey, what's your thoughts on maybe a little replacement for Mitchie Barnett? Yeah, I was looking at... Um I was thinking Josh Curran because he's been playing really well recently. With He averages around that 50 mid 50s when he's playing starting that lock position we wish he's got back this season but um with the news of Talon May I'm going to have to go half or a winger fullback because I've got no cover or else I'm going to have to run 16 so there's not very many in that price range um I'm probably the best of the lot I got at that price range is probably Jack Whiten definitely not the best option but it's probably the best I can afford at the moment but I'd be going Josh Curran if if I if you could go mid he's cheap too right 547 yeah, yeah around that mark yeah in the in the mid 500s so Really, really good pickup. He's really busy when he starts lock, and he usually plays fairly big minutes as well when when he starts low. Starts nice. Low. Now I think safe pick six hundred and twelve at Adam Dewey. But Corbs, have you had a little look at Jaden Braley at six hundred and nine k? Now another disclaimer: he's your draft player, but he scored a fifty five and a sixty in two eighty minute performances, starting to get back to the kind of play that we saw him pick up last year. But any sneaky look there? Oh, I haven't really. I, I guess I'll sort of. Looked at him the first few weeks and just saw his price and got balked by that. But yeah, it, I guess it's a it's a pod move at the end of this season. But yeah, the Knights, geez, it was a battle of the the low teams last week, wasn't it? Oh, huge! But who would you replace Michy Barnett with, Corbs? Yeah, well, I, oh, sorry, I don't think I did that. I just did the Tarpany one. Oh, well, we'll just um, skip you then, mate. Well, with oh, with Barnett. <laughs> Well, I'm actually getting rid of Barnett, so I was looking at going to Moses because I'm sort of stacked in that mid area. So, uh, sorry, Brown. I was, I was going to say, Brown. please go to Moses. Go to Moses, mate. <laughs> Wax to trade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd. I don't know if I'd go Braley. Just I don't like the the Knights enough. They've lost. Who have they lost? They've lost Safidi. Did Safidi go? They've lost Barnett. They've got no Kurt Man. Like you look at their. Their back three, is it Jones, Croker? Croker goes good, but then, and then who was the other side? And Frizzell, who's reportedly still playing busted. Yeah. I don't mind 609k. Andy, any thoughts on this Mitch Barnett? Replacement? Yeah, I've got a nice one. A little bit cheaper. Nat Butcher, I'm still on him. He's you know, good. Like they've yeah. got a couple of tough games coming up. So Cowboys, Tigers, Storm, and, and Bunnies. So, you know, Matt Nat Butcher's a bit of a workhorse, but he's known for his defensive stats. So, 40-plus tackles a game. So, he was he last his last three was 43, 38, and 40 tackles. 
it's pretty pretty big, especially if they're playing against good quality sides. He's going to get those tackles. So I think, and even if he against a tiger, surely he gets a, a meat pie. So I like he scored three tries in the last two games. So he can try, uh, find the line a bit like Sean Lane. Hey, he's been scoring some tries. So yeah, he's a good little option, especially for those who've kept him. But if you can yeah. pick up um, Barnett's and that butcher, I think it's a quality trade. Yeah, I like it, boys. I had uh, Britton Cora. Like for like at 607k. Top 1,000 is pretty much unowned. Now, they've got a run of the Tigers, Manly, Bulldogs, and Newcastle to finish. He was superb last week, 67, but he was super sharp. Four offloads and four tackle breaks and just running some really good lines off Nico. So if you want to kind of back the Sharkies on the run home, I think I'd rather own Britain a quarter than Mitch Barnett. So I think have a little look at him. All right, boys, we'll go to a quick break and we'll be back with all your questions, captains, narrative of the week's. Thank you, everyone, leaving reviews on Spotify. That's going through the roof at the moment. So if you haven't yet, it's just a quick little... It literally takes you one second to hit rate on Spotify. And then there's Apple that takes you a little bit longer. But if you haven't yet, we'll definitely appreciate a review. But we'll be back shortly with all your audience questions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We've got plenty of your questions, a few narratives. Let's start with a few narratives because I really like this. All right, Daryl Watson, narrative. Tsunami of legal proceedings being brought against the NRL fantasy due to mental health issues. Fantasy coaches who have used up their trades are seeking therapy in record numbers and looking to recoup their losses. In unprecedented move, NRL fantasy decides to allocate one further trade per week <laughs> till the end of the year to maybe avoid legal costs and protect society from further harm. Like that one, Daryl. What a really <laughs> thought out, in depth narrative. Now, Gus Bro, at the conclusion of NRL Mixer, all players are paid out 33 cents as they split of the pies from money, as everyone has the exact same team. <laughs> Morgan Jones, Jackson to Pine to finish the highest fantasy average for the year. No minimum game requirements to be selected for New Zealand in the World Cup. Jaden Cottle. Outrageous narrative. Ricky Stewart makes an appearance in the Raiders game this week, <laughs> even with one week man as a streaker. <laughs> and my very favourite, Brenton Vickery, or Vickery. Got to confirm that with him. Sean Johnson to kick a two-point field goal on the buzzer. Warriors lose 36-2. <laughs> That's just too much. That's too uh, we much. we got some funny listeners. All right, boys, before we get to the questions, let's go captains chats. We've got a few different captains. Probably the best five out there. We've got Burton versus Warriors, Teddy versus Cowboys, Nico Tigers, Haas Knights, DCE Titans. Who are you thinking here, Corbs? Oh, I can't go past Hines against the Tigers for how bad they looked last week. Oop. How bad they looked last week. And then also, the Sharkies, they just didn't click. They flattered Dragons. But if they do click against a low team like the Tigers, it could be, he could turn up. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Nico. Jackie? Yeah, I'm pretty conservative. I'm going to go Hines as well. He's almost up to that 69.9 average now, so almost at that 70 average mark. So I'm going to stick solid with him. I think I'm going to stick with him all year. Nice. Andy? I'm following Corby all year, just trying to stay in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) Just blocking him off. (laughs) Just staring right in the eye. We're going Hinesy. Let's go, Corbs. Let's go. Well, there we go. I can't wait for this. You guys got a bet on or something? Because you'll be together, when, won't you? No, we did say we need to get work out some sort of bet to put on the pod, but we haven't come up with one. So, if any listeners could think of a good bet, <laughs> don't. they'll be together because Corbs's brother is getting married in a few weeks, so they'll be together for the final round, won't you? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, if it's not the last, be the second last. Up in Ely yeah. Beach. So, any listeners from Ely Beach, just hit up the boys. I'm sure they'll get on the. 
drink with you somewhere yeah. in the early beach. That's if I can well, Andy will my... lose the bet, so he'll owe you drinks. That's if I can find my phone after the first night. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some questions, boys. Charles Walters, what WNRL players are we scooping for the new Bundy Mixer fantasy? Jakey, you're a huge fan of the NRLW. You watch every single game, pretty much. What's your? Give me, give me some people. Give me some thoughts. Yeah, so I've watched a fair bit of um, WBB, uh, WNRL, <laughs> WBBL as well. But um, I think I've, I think everyone knows this one. Uh, Millie Boyle is probably the big one. Um, back when she was playing at the Broncos, she played pretty much seventy minutes every week. She might she had usually sometimes had a five minute break here or there, but she's by far the best prop in the NRL, uh, WNRL. Um, scores tries, attacking stats, everything. Um, I think everyone will probably have her. Um, obviously, a few of the other popular ones as well. The, the two centers from the Roosters, Kelly and uh, Sergis. Uh, both of those are uh, pretty good options as well for that center position. They're both really attacking players. What did I tell you today? I told you you can't cover Sergis. <laughs> I, well, I went Kelly. So <laughs> I, I, Look, I, to be I, fair, I don't <laughs> think any of us could cover Sergis. He's too good. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sergis, I'm giving you one of these. I'll make love to you like you want me to. Hope just she, quite, just hope. quietly, she had a, uh, a bloody good year, didn't she? No, she, she didn't. Every, I'm about to spit out the stats. I've broken <laughs> no, up no, with Nico Hines. No, but like in competitions wise. Well, yeah, yeah, she smashed it. I hope she's listening tonight because I've broken up with Nico Hines. Now I'm going after <laughs> Jess Surges. But Jess isn't that good at rugby league, really. Most errors in the WNRL is actually her. Most penalties in the NRL, WNRL is actually her too. Hardly scores a try. She is Latrell Mitchell, as you yeah, I, described. Yeah, she was playing injured though last year. She had, I think, a knee injury, uh, pretty much playing on one, one leg all year. Um, so then, and and Isabel, then she broke up with Zach Lomax too, that, so she's due. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Isabel Kelly, though, I, I think she's probably the better option. Um, who, who knows, but... She's a bit more of a workhorse, I think. She takes a lot more scoots, gets her tackle breaks. Um, the one I did want to point point out, though, second row is going to be a pretty tricky position because there's not many males that are scoring over 50 in that position. A lot of people have picked up that Togatuki so far. I think she's from the Roosters as well. But Amber Hall from the Broncos, she's every time I watch her play, she's an absolute gun. Breaks, tackles, offloads, scores, tries. Her only problem, she doesn't play this, the full 70 minutes. So most games she only plays about 50 or 60 minutes, I think. Um, but she could be a sneaky one to pick up from the Broncos because they've lost a few players, so she's going to be probably their main attacking weapon this season. So Jake will be heading up our NRLW coverage <laughs> this summer. The Cobbs, you had a little sneaky look. Who's your favourite NRLW player? Oh, I didn't even look at the stats. I just went off pure league. Oh, it's Ali Brigginshaw. She's a freak to watch. I love watching her play. She, um, yeah, she, she's a gun. I also like... Um, Yasmin Meeks, the Clydesdale. I think she's yeah. changed her name to. Um, from those that know her, I don't know her personally, but I've met her a few times. She's a legend, but she's at the Knights this year. I'll tell you what, the Knights team is stacked. I don't think there's a salary cap this year because they bought anyone and everyone. And Doesn't, yeah. your, doesn't your mate coach him or something? No, nah, I did meet the guy. He was working with the Tigers down there. I can't think of his name. I met him in there just when he was sort of newly appointed. He was only about... Two weeks in, he started taking the um, the night side below the NRLW. Okay. But, yeah, he was pretty excited. But, yeah, this was before he got all these signings. He would be just rubbing his hands together with the, 
the roster he has. Nice. They should run out for the uh, for the blokes team this <laughs> week. Well, their, their first game is a double header, and it's the same night as the and they'll get a full stadium. But yeah, I think they'll put on a better show than the the men's at the moment. <laughs> Andy, who's your pick? Is your mine's Elsie Albert. The Dragons player. Oh, she's a weapon. What an absolute weapon. I, I, honestly, if I seen her running at me, I'd run the other way. She's got the fourth highest in run meters. Those thighs. The fifth in runs made and second post-contact meters. She's an absolute weapon, and she, I think she could be a good asset. She's a Fijian, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm on the islands. Okay. Papua New Guinea? Okay. I oh, maybe, Papua yeah. New Guinea, yeah, okay. I believe. Apologies, Elsie. Nah, legend. Yeah, she's, she's my a good player. Real good player. All right, we've got plenty of questions here to cover. Thank you, everyone, that sent these questions in. We'll keep doing these because it's pretty much keeping us fantasy relevant. We'll go Andy, Diane, Diane McKeon. Two trades left she's got, playing in the grand final one of her leagues. She's thinking Ruben Garrick to Latrell Mitchell and Reed Money to Ruben Cotter or Reese Robson. She hasn't got enough for Cookie, but which one is the better trading? Uh, look, thanks again. Love it when our female listeners write in. Um, women in fantasy. Yep. <laughs> uh, look, I think Marnie to Cotter, that could be a, a good good trade. Marnie, a couple of poor scores, even though he's playing the 80 minutes, just it just seems like he's just not who he is. He might already be at the dogs, <laughs> I'd say, uh, especially with Garrick. He still could score well in his day. So I think Garrick, he still is a decent winger fullback when Manly sort of start playing well. But I think Marnie to Cotter, you're probably going to get the most upside there. Nice, I like it. Anastasia Johnson, this one's for me. She's got one trade left as well. The only two on my team I'd like to get rid of are Kohler and Pole. With 61k left in the bank, doesn't give me much to work with. Any ideas if I get rid of Kohler? I need another centre. Otherwise, I can get any position. Or should I just trade off again Howie to Munster? Look, Anastasia, I think you should just hold solid for the time being. Given how many injuries and suspensions are happening at the moment, definitely would not trade... Joe O, because he's just absolutely just lighting it up. I think Munster and him will probably average something similar moving forward. You've got two playing players in Kohler and Pole, so no need to trade any of them out. So you've got one trade left. This could be very, very handy come the round 24 or 25. So just stick solid there and be patient. All right, Corb, this one for you, Norton Harrison. He wants to go Barnett to Dillbags. He wants to know, is it a luxury trades? He's got two trades left, though. He's also got Hines and DCE in the halves, the top three centres, and he's also got Adam Dwayhe, Teddy, and Latrell at the back. He's got plenty of cover, including Collar as 18th man. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm actually thinking the same. I mentioned this before. He's not back to round 25, I read just before coming on here. So, And Dillbags, he seems to be going well. I don't know if they'll rush Moses back if Dillbags is killing it and... You know, they might give him another week or two. So I would be locking that one in and I'm thinking the same move. I don't think it's a luxury trade all because Barnett's gone. I think you need to punt him if you've got trades. Yeah, I think Dillbergs is a massive upgrade. All right, Jakey, yeah. Matt, Matty Ferguson, he wants to know, he's got two trades left. His wing fullbacks are Trell, Teddy and Toho. He's also got Heinze in the halves and thinking of moving on Toho as he's just not that guy without Nathan Cleary. Thoughts? I don't know about this one. Two trades left. I think they're going to be pretty valuable for injuries in the next few weeks. Like we've seen the last few weeks, there's injuries galore that they're going to keep coming. So Toho's still averaging 41 when he plays wing this year with it when he's not getting injured. So And he's got Melbourne this week, who, as you've seen over the last few weeks, they've been off the radar. So he could get a good score this week. And then next week he plays the Warriors. That, that could be a huge score. So 
I'd definitely be holding Toto. Um, those two trades are going to be so much more important in the next coming, uh, next two or three weeks coming with the injuries coming. Yeah, nice one. Now, Matty Kingswood, this one's for me. He's got one trade left. He's happy with his 17. But with Boothy out, I've got zero hooker cover. Should he pull the trigger, get a hooker this week, even if I get all green dots or hold off? I reckon another one, just like Anastasia. I think you just hold off. I don't think you need to make a trade at all here because you've got a hooker that's playing. You don't have to make any trades unless you've got a hooker go down. So I think realistically, just hold because you've got that one just in case anything happens on the run home anyway. So just hold there, Matty. All right, Andy, Matty Williams, he wants to know, do you reckon Cotter is back? He's looking to spend those Cleary big bucks. First of all, what are you doing with that Cleary big bucks? (laughs) (laughs) Have you not spent it already? But silly, silly, silly. But look, if you're thinking about Cotter, I don't see him as a bad option. Like, Cotter starting a prop, playing 50 minutes or more, averages 64.7. That's actually very cool. That's that's better than any other forward, I'd say, like, for his price. So I think he's actually pretty good quality. The only issue is you've got Lucy, he's playing uh, in the middle. So it's just a minutes thing. But he played off the, on, uh, on the bench last week and he's still got decent minutes. So I think the fact that Cotter's playing prop, I think you can go for it. Like it. All right, Corbs, Dominic Thompson. Now he wants to go Hosking or Palacia to a cash out. And then maybe Jason Tamulolo to Isaiah Yo or anyone below 758k will be out of trades after that. What's your thoughts? Yeah, Yo's your safe option, but oh, we talked about, or oh, I talked about Hass before the Bronx hit a bit of a form slump, and I'll be looking at Hass, who's um, only the K cheaper. Pending your, your team, I still like Dykes and the Sharks run home, the way to go for that cash out. Um, I don't know who he's sort of looking at cash. I didn't mention anyone, but I'd be looking at him because it gives you an extra number. And I just think, yeah, like I said before, with his NRL um, New South Wales Cup stats and their run, I think he's he's got to be due. Loop oh. him up. He could even be a good looper. Like it. Now, Jackie James Northam. He's won his head-to-head last week, meaning he doesn't play this week as he was top four. So he plays his semifinal next week. He's got three trades left, and he's ranked inside the top 200, doing really, really well. Do I make trades? He's got Hughes and King, Kennedy, and they're all out. And then he wants to bring in potentially a Munster and a cash-in. Or should he save his trades and focus on winning his head-to-head overall? Yeah, I think if you're just playing head-to-head, you'd probably just leave it this week and just wait to see what injuries come up next week. But considering he's in the top 200, this is a really good chance for him to make that top 100. Like, he's doing really well this season, so I'd probably be uh, trading Hughes. So he's not going to be playing for uh, in the next few weeks at least, or even for the season. So I'd definitely be trading him. But I'm not sure if I really like the... I don't really like the two trades at this time of the season. I think trades are so valuable. I'd probably just try to do the one trade. See what uh, value options around that... Uh, around that 600 mark where Hughes is. So you got someone like Dewey or a Dylan Brown probably around that same price range in that in the halves position. So if you don't own one of those two already, I'd probably be jumping on one of those two. Yeah, because the gap, because I'm at 233, and the gap between me and the 100th place is only like 70 points. Mm. But then to the 50th place is something like 250 points. Mm. So the top 100 is still realistic. Absolutely. But if you really want to make it, you've got to actually make a move this week there. James, now next question is for me, Pete. Edwards, Mam versus Knights or Toho versus Storm. I just think you got to, with Talon May in extreme doubt, they could see Toho back to his preferred left wing. So I think Toho is the better player anyway with more upside for sure. Now, Andy, that one's cut out for you. Now, Corb's next question is Billy Harsant. 
Now, he wants to talk about Sean Lane as a potential pot option. We haven't really brought him up too much on the pod the last few weeks, but he has been in great form. What's your thoughts? I hate that I can never bring myself to grab these sort of guys like Lane. He's been great. He was even sitting in our free agency for quite a bit at the start of the year before <laughs> did Justin pick him up. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about him. He's just got that bit of a plain Jane about him. But, geez, he goes about his business, to, not only on the footy field, but in fantasy as well. Made nearly 200K this year. Played 18 games, which is invaluable if they're getting that game time. No interruption over the um, rep rounds. And had an average of 51 for those 18 games. Of late, he has been killing it. Three-game average of 69. I reckon do it. He's shaping up to have a good little finish home and, yeah, on the back of a, some good scores. Love, yeah, especially if you've got deal bags. You've got to pair him up. I, I really like that on the left edge. Yeah. Now, Jakey, Matt, imagine it's Matt Bowen. Has Matt Bowen written in? Like the <laughs> actual go. Matt Bowen. Mm. He's a legend. Now, one trade left. Elimination final on his head-to-head. Matty Bowen's killing it. Thinking of two trades to bump up the points. Now, he's going Toho Harris to Cameron Murray. And then he's looking at a, a Appy Coruscant to a Damien Cook, or does he go Appy to um, Cam Murray and then have a but won't have any hooker cover? Yeah, this is a hard one because I, I think they're both holds um, at the moment. Uh, Appy and Harris are still averaging; they're still in their keeper territory, even in the elimination final. That's the thing. Um, my next point is have a look at who have a look at your your matchup if they're. If you think their team's better than you, I'd be pulling the trigger because this is your last chance to win it. But if you te- if you think your team's better, um, I'd probably be holding and just u- saving those trades for next week. But it's it's a very 50-50 one. Um, it comes down to personal choice. Just just if you think their team's worse, go for it. Mm. Uh, uh, hold it. Um, but if you think their team's better than yours, pull the trigger. Like it. Shout out to Matty Bowen. Cowboys legend. <laughs> Glennie Wikes, this one's for me. RFM, 80 minutes. Will PPM improve? I'll say with his carrying of rib injury, I think he'll range in that 35 to 45 mark. Next question, can Salmon be relied on? Hell yeah. He's the junkyard dog. He's, <laughs> he's gonna, he scored 55 versus Raiders. He's 298k. He's in there for the rest of the season. He'll range 35 to 40. He loves it. He does have a career 5'8 average of 26 in 11 starts with Parramatta, though, so just be careful. Now, Harris to Yo is his next pit part. Yeah, I don't mind it. Like Jakey just brought up, really good point. If you've already got a good team, maybe hold it because you might lose Yo in that last round as well. Reynolds bounce back. I really don't like Reynolds without Carrigan. I think with Carrigan being such a good link man, I think it hurts Renault quite a bit. I think you should prioritise both Munster or DCE with Dillbags as a second choice. And your last question, uh, Jaden Braley is reliable after two dates. I think he is. 609k. I think your priority should be Cook, Grant and Robson first. But if you've got trades and 600k, Right around that, and you don't got any more money. I think coming off a of fifty-five and sixty, he might be a nice little pickup. Now, Andy, you haven't had a question for all. He's one for you, Dylan Simmons. He wants to know: Is Jeremiah Nanai worth looking at as a captain, or at least a vice captain moving forward? <laughs> Although he's had a couple of good scores, I don't even think he's looking for trading into your team, let alone captain. Yeah, you know, he's he's had he did have a good score of seventy four and ninety one. That's scoring two tries each each of those games. But he did back up with a thirty one out of eighty. So I think captain's in choice definitely out of the question. If you want to pick vice captain, do you ever like psych? For me, I'm I'm a bit of a neck nutcase. Sometimes I vice captain someone I want to go good, like a psychological effect, <laughs> like I'm challenging them. 
Look, if you wanted to try and do a vice captain, but like you said, they they've got the Roosters. Very tough game coming up this week. You know, the Roosters are coming home strong, so I don't think you're going to vice captain them against the Roosters. Maybe against the Warriors the week after, but. Yeah, I don't know. Look, good luck to you. Maybe you just vice captain. Him and chance, <laughs> well, it's, not, but... it's not super coach. So, just vice captain him if you know your captain's good. So then you can just whack one. You can. Yeah, I don't know. I still wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Just vice captain someone else. Yeah. All right, Corbs, Jaden Cottle. What to do with Cameron McInnes with the incoming return of Dale Finucane? Just before we do go there, how's your VC sort of challenge went? TK, do they produce or sometimes they do. Yeah, okay. I put it on Walsh a couple of times, and he went real good. Can you VC? Uh, I might VC Moses M by this week. You just put it. You, you, <laughs> you put it on there, but you you got to make sure your captain's playing because you don't want them to actual get the captain. Oh, boys, before I do answer this one, do you want some good news or bad news that Robbo's just put on the chat? What's he put on the chat? Well, he's just put uh, round twenty-two injury update. Moses. Uh, the halfback broke his finger in our round 20 win over the Panthers and recovering from surgery. He's expected to be fit to return to play by round 24 at the earliest. I thought they were talking about round 23. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it goes hey, to his, his if the Eels do well, I don't see, think that, see them rushing it back in. I was um, massaging his groin the other night and he said he was back earlier. So so they've got the Rabbits, then Dogs, Broncos. It, it sort of depends if they if they lose this one. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon they'll leave him for the two hard games and bring him Bronx and a depleted Storm. Maybe. Anyway, getting back to the question. That was more sort of a dagger in Andy's heart more than you, <laughs> TK. Sorry. That's fine, just man. To, just to kick him while he's down. Um, oh, with the McInnes, oh, he seems to still score well and similar to, you know how Maddo was coming off the bench and, and had probably a better PPM? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I was looking, crunching the numbers with McInnes as he's, he had round 16 uh, to 19, I think there's four games there he, he, where he's coming off the bench, hovered around that 50 average, it was just under for about 50 minutes average time. So it, it, looking at that one point per minute. And then he has a 53 average at lock this year. Um, it did He did have a couple of bigger minutes towards the back end of the season, but that was for an average time of 60 minutes. So his points per minute are actually better, and it sort of makes sense because he comes on against a um, tired defence. So I'm saying hold, unless you have a heap of Coyden trains, a, a 50 average mid is still someone handy to plug in that bench, unless you have an absolute gun team. But I think uh, he's a he's one to hold. Okay, next question, Jakey Gusbro. Similar question to the other one, Tohu Harris to Isaiah Yo. He does have three trades left, mate. Yeah, I- I can't. I still can't justify doing it today. Three trades left. It's uh, Yo's what averaging around that fifty-eight mark. Uh, Harris. Well, in the last five rounds, actually, they both averaged around fifty-six. So their form recently has been almost identical. So uh, I think three trades is such a big advantage at this stage of season. I'd be holding it. Make make the most of it out of them in the next two or three weeks when you get those injuries. That's when they're going to come really handy. I, I'd be holding off. I think it's too much of a luxury trade, especially with Yo potentially missing that last game as well. Yeah, Harris absolutely. Might outscore, outscoring. Yeah, absolutely. Over those four games compared to three games, that could very much be the case. All right, Kane Schwartz. Now this one's for me. Should I sell Robson, who's arguably the second best hooker, to Joho or hold and move to? or look to move to Lolo. Look, I think Lolo would be the better choice. Robson's a huge hold. I wouldn't even contemplate selling him out. Lolo, even he's scoring 47, 51, and 34, as Jake's touched upon now. Trades are pretty important, especially if you've got them right now. You'd be 
yeah, it's a, it just seems very luxury that you're going to be trading these, trading it up. If you've got more than, if you've got three trades, then go low low to Joe. Otherwise, you should definitely hold there, Kane. All right, Andy. Next question is from Kirk. Kirk Torren. Now he's got one trade left. He wants to go Jerome Hughes to Dewey or money for Dewey. What? Yeah, confusing. Oh, he's got money for doing. <laughs> I have Cook and Grant can cover use and use with Hines, Burden, or Ilias. Might need to play M by <laughs> any other pots. I should what's them by the ownership. Hundred <laughs> percent. He's a gun. Well, I'll just I'll answer that question easily. Like so, he goes. Any other pods should I consider? I'd say if you want to make a trade, if you need to. Get rid of Hughes instead of paying Umbai. Trade out Hughes and you can get a, a player for six fifty to six ninety. Get Dylan Brown. I think what he means is use for Dwayne or he's got money for Dwayne. Like he's got someone else. Either way, pick up Brown. I think Brown's got the better insight, especially when with Corby with that uh, news just recently out to round twenty four. I think Brown will has hit another level already. I think he will continue to do that towards the end of the season. So Brown's probably your best option. I think he's 670. Okay. Now, Christopher Ilarius. Now, he's holding one trade just to listen to us guys. Thanks, Chris. We'll have to get you on the podcast. <laughs> We're out of trades, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cole. It was lucky. Last question. Steve Ogilvy. Now, any options for Aaron Booth? Should he move to the junkyard dog? Jamin Salmon. <laughs> yeah, he's a good option. But there, there's two others that... You should consider as well Dykes, 220. I've talked about him already. And Isaac Thompson, 254. Probably similar uh, narrative to the Dykes one. Just has really good New South Wales Cup stats and a bit of a workhorse. Can find the line. He should have Graham inside him next week. That's if he holds his spot. But if he plays another good game, uh, he had big raps on him when he was younger and then he went on a bit of a sabbatical for four years or something. And then he's come back. He's a beast of a winger. It oh. sort of helps the bunnies with when they've had little Jackson Paulo out there. Now they're just upgraded to this man mountain. But yeah, those two. And then Salmon, he's a bit more expensive. But one of those three, Dykes at 220, I think he's a good option as well. Nice. Well, that's all the questions. Thank you for sending that into the Facebook page. Andy and the boys will answer a few more tomorrow, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Yeah, we'll have to find some for you. <laughs> All right, boys, narrative of the week to wrap things up. I'll go first. Jess Surgis, three tries. Patrick <laughs> Hatter. Hatter. I don't even know if she's playing, but she'll smash him. I love you, Jess. <laughs> All right, Corbs, who are you going for? I've got two here. I'm going two of these three to hit the ton. Either Dykes, Multalo, Hines against the Tiger. <laughs> Why don't you put the whole NRL in there? Two of them. Two of them are going to hit a ton. I don't know which two it is. I reckon Hines might be one. Do you I reckon own... Mulatar or Dykes will as well. Do you own Dykes in draft? Is that what you... Nah, TK. Oh, okay. I had him, but because I was doing musical chairs with just bringing plays in and out, I punted him. <laughs> <laughs> and my other one is uh, Trell Mitt to not even hit his break even of 37. Trell Mitt. I like that. I like Especially it. against Parramatta. Well, I mean, like... I want to just read, ladies and gentlemen, what Corbis did in the <laughs> in the free agency last week. He was panicking. <laughs> this, this was in his trades minutes. last week. Don't drink and do fantasy draft. All right, so this is sixth of August at five oh seven free agency. Incomes actually, we'll start from the start. Five oh three p.m. 
His great mate Jared Croker's in for Kelma Tuolagi. Then all of a sudden, a minute later, he drops Jared Croker for James Roberts. Another minute later, he drops James Roberts for Ben Hampton. (laughs) (laughs) So the Ben Hampton was dual. That way I could move Avrilo and him to whoever scored better for my loopers on the bench, which is not good talk in front of TK because he's not a fan of looping. Hate it. Hate it. It's cheating. Andy, narrative of the week. Um, Narrative. So uh, Munster to have a bit of a backseat this game uh, against the Panthers. I think Cooper John's going to be... did you bring him in? No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. It, 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 hey, hey, stick. Cooper John's steering the ship. Can you stick with me? Stick with me. So Munster have a poor, poor game. Uh, Cooper John's going to steer the ship because he's had a good game last week. So that, therefore, that in turn has Munster, Corby's player, he just picked up scoring low and many for, for a double. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake, you lucky last. What's your narrative, mate? Uh, well, two weeks on the on this show, I my narrative was that Ramian was going to be the highest averaging <laughs> centre for the rest of the season, um, and that hasn't turned out too well. He's scored thirty one and twenty five the last two weeks, so I'm going to double down. He's up against the Tigers this week. I'm going to say he scores a ton, and he's going to get back on track to being the highest averaging centre for the rest of the season. <laughs> I like it, because I've called him out tonight. Yeah. Him <laughs> Put him as your vice captain. There's going to be some tons in this shark. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to – I'm putting him – I'm giving him extra – I'm putting him as VC this week. Challenge him. Now, any the end of the week, we've got two more weeks of buy, hold, sell, avoid. Six other, well, we're released probably around 7.30 tomorrow, but another big show with the boys. Yeah, look, this one's going to be exciting and probably dangerous. So TK's uh, actually got a new program. He's giving me the reins to uh, start. He's giving me buttons to press throughout the show. So it could get really, really, really messy and exciting. But Love nah, the, happy. The, boy, the boys are always good for a bit of a laugh. And now nah, rapid bounce would be pretty entertaining too. But yeah, not many trades to to talk about, so he might have just have a bit of a laugh for the whole rest of the yeah, show. I like it. Now, me and Jack will be back on Thursday. You, Jack, are you back on Thursday? Yeah, should be back at Rocky for that. 6.30, Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time, 8.30 New Zealand. We'll try and wrap so many questions. Probably be a bit shorter. I don't think there's many more questions to answer, but join us then, 6.30. Australian, Snakey, you're not going to be taking this week, are you? It's now, I, I, I think I need to have a rest because I haven't been good lately on the punt for the talking league. Yeah, I think Andy's candy will be joining us this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll try my hand. Um, I'll, look, guys, I'll, I'll try my best to, to get a, a win first up and then I'll just quit after that. We'll see how, <laughs> see how we go. So are we naming it that's, Andy's that's what I candy yeah, we'll or go, Candy's Andy? We'll go Andy's candy. So you get the candy when we win. Yeah, there we go. Everyone loves candy. Andy's candy. We'll have to design a little logo around that. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the Tuesday show. What, three weeks to go? So stay tuned. I think I might even let Jakey host on Thursday. Ooh, that's a bit of a Put him in the deep end. I'm experimenting. Call me Brett Kamali at the end of the season. Is this Snake's takes with Jake? (laughs) (laughs) Snakey, good to get your thoughts tonight, mate. Sorry about punting you on Snake's takes, but I'm sure that you'll be back one day. Better, bigger, and better. Right. Look, let, look, like, just like you did with with um with fantasy. Like I had this sort of urge to sort of, you know, get there in my ranking. But maybe it might be the same for punting as well. You might come back. <laughs> no, that's all right, if, mate. If you win, oh, we win. Yeah, Everyone wins. <laughs> Andy, enjoy the show tomorrow, man. We'll catch you for Andy's candy on Thursday then. Yeah, we'll do. Do I mean do I get a live call? Do I get a live yeah, call? Yeah, it's a live call. Jeez, it's exciting. exciting. Jay, thanks for flying down all the way to Sydney for the show, mate. <laughs> Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you think you're NRL three sixty these days just flying in for shows. Yeah, absolutely. Flying around the country, went to Melbourne, 
Falls Creek, back to Sydney, back to Rocky tomorrow. So I, I'm going to miss this cold weather, though. I really enjoy the real nice, cool weather. Go back up to Rocky where it's stinking hot. So. I'm, I'm expecting a, a little receipt in the mail, expecting talk and leg Well, ladies and gentlemen, join us for Buy, Hold, Sell, Avoid tomorrow. Live Q&A on Thursday. But thank you for checking out the show. Thank you for all the reviews on Spotify and Apple. If you haven't yet, please leave us one. But I hope you have a really good fantasy round. And, yeah. Join us for the rest of the content. But until then, stay safe and have a good week. Catch up.